This is the Seabed Daily Text. The church Jesus is building, a chosen people. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Consider this. According to the revealed word of God, at the center of all that is and was and ever shall be, seen and unseen, is the embodied person, visible and incarnate, in glorified human flesh, the resurrected, ascended Savior, the Lord of heaven and earth, Jesus Messiah. Go back and read that sentence again now very slowly. At the center of all that is and was and ever shall be, seen and unseen, is the embodied person, visible and incarnate in glorified human flesh, the resurrected, ascended Savior, the Lord of heaven and earth, Jesus, Messiah. If we cannot begin here with this revealed reality, we cannot begin at all. We are a chosen people only because and to the extent we have chosen to follow this person, Jesus Messiah, period, full stop. This is to say we have surrendered our broken past to him, entrusted our eternal destiny to him, and pledged our ever-present love and loyalty to Him. Because He is at the center of all that is real, and because by the grace and mercy of God this truth has been revealed to us, we have chosen to join the glad procession of people on pilgrimage to meet Him face to face. This is what it means that we are a, quote, chosen people. And the mystery of the gospel is that though we are on our way to meet him, he is with us every step of the way. It's why Peter in chapter 1 said this, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9. The Christian faith is not an ethereal, fluffy philosophy. 
It is the concretized mystical union between Jesus Christ and his people. The meaning of our chosenness is waking up to the fact of his choosing us and responding by reorienting our entire lives around seeking him and his kingdom. The big question we must reckon with is this one. Will we understand the church Jesus is building, a chosen people, as a centered set or a bounded set? In other words, will we focus our attention around the center or the circumference There is a great deal of fear and anxiety around determining the circumference. We fear if we do not nail down the boundaries, we will lose the center altogether. The opposite is true. If we do not fix our gaze on the ever clear and clarifying center of Jesus Messiah and his kingdom, all boundaries will become confused irrelevant, and ultimately distract people from the central pursuit? Will we focus our energy around a shared pursuit of our common center, or will we fix our attention on the circumference and defining the boundaries of who is in and who is out? Far from some kind of fuzzy universalism, we are calling for a crystallized Christocentrism, a.k.a. Christ-centeredness. After all, didn't he say something like, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself? It is time for the chosen people to give everything they have to lifting up the one who chose them. Here's the secret. If you clarify the center, the center will gently and graciously form the circumference. The conversation will cease to become about who is in the circle and who is outside of it but who is moving toward the center and who is moving away from it and how to encourage and embrace both. This naturally raises the whole point of the next mark of the church Jesus is building, a royal priesthood. I believe the witness of the scriptures and the spirit is that the church Jesus is building is not a bounded set, but a centered set. This is at least in part how I understand this mark of the church as a chosen people. Does this mean everyone will wind up in the church Jesus is building? Likely not, but it's time to stop asking that question. It's the wrong question. The question that pleases Jesus is this one. How might everyone in my sphere of life and influence find 
and be found by Jesus. And of course, this has no hope of happening through my agency, lest Jesus become the defining center of my life. The prayer, Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for the grace you keep giving to continually choose you, come what may. Be lifted up today in our hearts, our homes, our churches, and yes, in our towns and cities. Our greatest concern is that everyone come to the place of choosing you which is to know they have been chosen by you. Could that begin with us letting them know we choose them too? Holy Spirit, endue us with this grace of choosing others before they choose us. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, what is it about us that fixates on drawing the boundary lines, defining the insiders and the outsiders, and otherwise policing the circumference? What would it mean to become fixated on the center instead? What might happen? What might not happen? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.